electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. only thing we can do is be more loving, more human when we report the news, when we create, we're going to be more empathetic. Grammy winner, entrepreneur, and philanthropist Will I Am at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. So I come here to hunt for mentors and new skills, new perspectives, because that's what inner city kids need. His mission to give at-risk youth the resources to reach their potential through STEM education. I you know, try to encourage them to be audacious as much as their ambitious dream as big as possible. Discipline themselves. You don't have to follow the herd. Will I am on AI's potential for good and especially for creatives. ChatGPT, that's the most liberating, powerful, creative pilot banter engine that humanity's ever seen. It's going to spark a new renaissance. He's on set with Andrew Ross Sorkin in the Swiss Alps. I mean, I still wear MC Hammer pants. Can't touch this. You sure can. <laughs> I'm CNBC producer Cameron Costa. Squawk Pod reports from Davos. Will I Am starts right now. Every year, the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland is jam-packed with the world's most influential thinkers and decision makers, government officials like from China and from Ukraine, even cultural leaders and celebrities like philanthropic chefs, musicians, and actors. I mean, Matt Damon, Bono, and even Jane Goodall have been CNBC guests in the past. This year, chef and humanitarian Jose Andres was a guest of ours. Check your Squawk Pod feed for that episode. But today, we're bringing you another celebrity interview from Davos, musician and entrepreneur Will I Am. Two, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, four, ten. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm singing it now. That's no, you don't unfair. know that song from Schoolhouse Rock? You might know him from the Black Eyed Peas and his seven Grammy wins, but he's also an entrepreneur and philanthropist. In 2009, he started the I Am Angel Foundation, which supports prep schools, after-school tutoring, and enrichment activities for at-risk youth in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, or STEAM. Those students are learning robotics, app development, even geomapping, and the program recently partnered with the second largest public school system in the country, Los Angeles. It hits close to home for Will I Am. LA happens to be his own hometown. On location at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, Will I Am sat down with CNBC Squawk Box anchor Andrew Ross Sorkin. Will I Am, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you okay, for having me. So this is your eighth consecutive time at Davos. Yeah. Okay. So what? I'm curious how it's changed for you. Well, this year has changed the most. Um, the past, you know, seven years, you know, it's sooty. A lot of a lot of corporates, a lot of politicians. And then when they have their, you know, their nightcap parties, it's still stuffy and sooty. Yeah. Um, but it's still fun. Okay. Less sooty now? More sooty? No, the, Af- the African house. Okay. 
that was like, what? What? Where did all this color and life and vibe, Afro beats was? Wow, the white the the young global shapers. Yeah, that's really been the the, the transformation. I mean, I was I'm a young global leader. Right. So are you? Yep. And and when we came in, maybe we brought a young youthful vibe, but these young global shapers, it's a different vibe. These kids are. What, they want to save the world. They want to, you know, and, and they're so excited to be here and, and share with the with the community, you know, their solutions and their hard work. I love the young global shapers. I want to get into all the stuff you're doing here, but just on that topic, you know, there's also a lot of people who are out there, meaning when I say out there, that are on the streets who actually don't like Davos, that think it represents something that is elitist or something else. What do you think of that? I see where they're coming from because not every CEO is like Mark Benioff here. Mark Benioff, if everyone was like Mark Benioff, I don't think they'll be out, out there. CEO of Salesforce. Yeah. yeah. If, if, um, if every single government leader was like Mark Benioff, I don't think they'll be out there. And I'm not saying, you know, he's perfect, but he's the perfect CEO that's putting his heart and his mind in the right place, right? His passion, his commitment um, to solving problems with company, with capital, you know, championing the people that are out there solving problems. Um, and so for the folks that are out there, the skeptics, we know who they're pointing at. And sometimes you need that. You need that reality check because if they weren't there, Greed will, will, will be the, uh, will be seated here right. and, and, and executed over and over and over again. Greed right. can't be the, the core. A lot of what you're doing here is talking about your foundation, some of the really interesting and important work you're doing around STEM education and the like. What's, what's the message and who are you talking to here about that? So I come here to, to hunt for mentors and new skills, new perspectives. So I, can I like that. Hunting for mentors. Yeah, because that's what inner city kids need. They need, they need expertise in the field that they're in, that they're interested in going in. Um, I know I had my mentors. Who were your mentors? Uh, Jimmy Iving was my mentor. He was a producer that yep. now became an executive um, that wanted the folks that he signed to Interscope to become entrepreneurs as well. So he was my mentor. Mark Benioff's my mentor. Ron Conway's my mentor. Um, my mom's my mentor. How did, how did either you find them or did they find you? How did I meet Ron Conway? Ron, Mark Benioff. Ron introduced me to Mark. Okay. And the person that introduced me to Ron is MC Hammer. MC Hammer. I mean, I still wear MC Hammer pants. I mean, I got I see him on right now. <laughs> I got to see you got, You're wearing them. I, Can't touch this. You sure can. <laughs> but MC Hammer, thank you. That dude, MC Hammer. I, I, I was a, you know aspiring entrepreneur. And he says, uh, hey, Will, you need to meet this guy named Ron Conway. And he introduced me to Ron in 2007. Um, but I started working with Ron, not you know, with business. We started working philanthropically. Mm -hmm. um, and then he introduced me to Mark. But um, thank God for MC Hammer. Okay, how do you, uh, just to flip this around, 
I assume that there's a lot of people who want you to be their mentor. And there's a big question, given how you only have so much time in the day. Mark Benioff only has so much time in the day. Ron Conway only has so much time in the day. How are you pick the people that you're going to bet on, if you will? So I started with 65 kids um, 12 years ago. Um, went to my neighborhood and you know, wanted to you know, transform the communities, the small group of people in the community that I come from. And that has grown to 12,000 students now. Um, I don't talk to every one of the students in my program, but you know, the money that's raised, the, the tools that are brought to the community, um, but that's a hard question. You know, it is. How do you? I know it. How do you, you know, slice up time to to ensure that you're there for folks? Um, but there's 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 some people that I'm betting on. Um, that that I'm that I have close in my life, that they're starting and super passionate and ambitious, and I you know try to encourage them to be audacious as much as they're ambitious, dream as big as possible discipline themselves and uh, discipline meaning like you don't have to follow the herd. If the herd is doing something that uh, you shouldn't be hearing, that's going to distract you from your path. You need, you need to ignore that. I got a question talking about distraction. You're involved in a lot of things uh, between the foundation, between your entrepreneurial work, between your music, list goes on and on. How do you manage your time? Um, Music took a lot of my time, and I'm so happy it did, because it allowed me to transform my life, my mom's, my, the whole entire family that I had in the projects. We had a great migration out of the projects, but I still went back to my neighborhood. Um, and philanthropy is like, you know, my response and my give back to the folks that provided the free lunch program, the magnet program, a recipient of the do-gooders. Right. I'm, I'm one of those kids. And in my philanthropy is that, <clears throat> is me paying it forward and continuing that work. Um, and now I have other dreams. Um, I have dreams of having my own company to show the kids what's possible in the world of tech if they take this STEM uh, path. Um, I'm in my 40s. I remember what I was like, how I used to dream when I was in my 20s. And music's awesome. I'm still going to make music. But... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to materialize this dream to success. So I, I, now I have to start being a little bit more strategic and where, where my time is, and my time is going to be in the company. So what, what is the, tell us more about the company and what, you, what that dream looks like. So creatives are everywhere, right? There's creatives in music, there's creative in film, there's creative in journalism, there's creative in teaching, creatives as students, creatives in medicine, wellness, uh, fitness, Creativity solves problems. And in that field of creativity, there's no enterprising tool for us. Like if you're in finance, there's software for you. But for creatives, we're working on a messenger and then we have a Dropbox and a WeTransfer and email and then we sometimes Zoom. So I created this singular platform for creative enterprise um, networking collaboration uh, with AI in the loop. Uh, it's called FYI.ai. Um, so use AI to help you focus your ideas. 
So FYI is focus your ideas. Uh, there's a lot of people around here in Davos talking about chat GPT every, mm. everywhere. What do you think of it and, and what that technology will do, the possibility of it, but also the other side of it? Chat GPT, that's the most liberating, powerful, creative pilot banter engine that humanity's ever seen. It's going to spark a new renaissance. And there's going to be a lot of different GPTs, generative AIs that right. are going to pop up out of the ground. And it's going to force people to be more creative. It's going to be force people to, to pay attention a little bit right. deeper in what they're writing. Um, it's going to force journalists to be better journalists because, and, and, and cover the news with heart. Because facts alone is, we know what that does. But now the machine is never going to have a heart. It's never going to love. It's never going to have empathy. So it's going to push us to be more human. Because you're gonna, you can't out-logic it. You can't out-freaking, you can't spit it out at that speed. The only thing we can do is be more loving, more human when we report the news, when we, when we create, we it's going to... Right. We're going to be more empathetic. Can you imagine, though, a day where you are singing a song written by AI? You got to see these new songs I just wrote last week. Because you put them through, through, the, through the system? So I'm a writer. I don't need a co-writer. Sometimes I need a banter partner. Sometimes I need a sounding board. It's a better sounding board. Sometimes I need somebody to push me. Right. This is a quicker push. So many times you're like, oh man, uh, hey, yo, yo, come here. Check, tell me what you think about this. You got a, gotta be, you got a different option right. here. And you're like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I'm going to lose this flow. It's and you just get impatient with the person because they're like stuck in right. their world. And they're like, oh, maybe they were like in a, in a meeting or have relationship issues. Everybody's in their zone. And you can't expect So this, this could be like a writing partner. It is, not could be. Don't think of it as like, it's going to replace me. No, it's going to help push you. It's an instant banter. By the way, talking about big business, I'm curious, what do you think, this is about competition maybe, uh, about the world of tickets and Ticketmaster and the like. I don't know if you've been following uh, 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 the whole Taylor Swift uh, ticket fiasco and the like, and now there's questions about antitrust, whether there's not enough competition in the ticket space when you go out and perform and others do? These are all like question mark um, with no answers. It's just going to take creativity to make sure that the future is better than the past, right. where the artist has the ability to decide who gets access to the tickets first. Because the last thing an artist wants is to perform and the people in the front don't have as much passion as the people in the back. Right. Because the people in the back are the fan fans. But they can't afford the stuff in the front. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one. I just know that it shouldn't... The artist needs to decide. Uh, final one for you. Uh, social media. Force for good. For, you, you spend a lot of time on social media. You have, nope. you have people who do that. No. Nope. Nothing? Nobody controls my social media account. Um, 
the person on social media, that's me. And when they say, hey, let me get access to your so like, nah. I'd rather, but your numbers are not, nah. That's, I don't, well, we could get your number. Your, your, your number should be, nah, I don't, that's not. What's the platform you like these days? You're a TikTok guy, you're an Instagram. What do you think of, what do you think of Twitter, by the way? In the new Elon world. <laughs> you're asking pretty heavy questions, but okay. I love Instagram. It's like this, I don't want to love it, but I love it. Because? Because they're taking all my data. And data's gold. And there's no other solution out there where, but I love Instagram. It's an awesome product. But dang it, if only they could tweak their business model. I love Oculus. That VR, the Meta Quest. Very God cool. I've tried it. it. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer, is, actually. I know a lot of people are skeptics, is, but. No, no, that product is what? That product is awesome. But dang it, if only they could get their business model right. to be a little bit more like, I just, those two products alone, amazing. But dang, I, there's, I, there, I, feel, I feel a little slimy when I'm on it. But I love, I love those tools. I like um, Sony's PlayStation. I love Xbox. I like what it's doing for gamers. And I love the fact that gamers now have a career. That's awesome. I love the fact that um, Unreal Engine and uh, Unity, I love those platforms. You know, I love the fact that that, that, that it's coming straight out of freaking America. Is it North Carolina where, where Unity's at? We could check it right now. Oh, come on. Uh, the guys are the guys who do uh, Where's Fortnite. the Fortnite team based out of? Where's Fortnite based? I think it's North Carolina. South Carolina. I love this. Yeah. On the air. This is the best way to do North it. North Carolina. According to the website Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite is headquarters in Cary, North Carolina. The fact that that's North Carolina. What's up? I love, I was chilling with uh, the new CEO of Intel. And he says, yo, we're going to create the Silicon Heartland. Yep. Pat Gelsinger. Building, building the chips in America and middle America. Not just the crust. Not the Californias and the Seattles and the Oregons. And in the New Yorks and the Carolinas, like right in the middle. Yep. If, if all of America could feel like Bittenville, yo, what's up? I love what Doug McMillan and the Waltons are, have done with, you know, Walmart. Making, making Walmart land, Bittenville, like a melting pot of a whole bunch of different nationalities. Freaking amazing. I love that. I love this new era that we're in. Will I am. Thank you. Thank a you. Great conversation. Really appreciate it. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. 
Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. That does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week of Squawk Pod Reports, where we've been highlighting conversations at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Our TV broadcast, Squawk Box, is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Squawk Pod is produced by me, Cameron Costa, Katie Kramer, and Caroline Rahotis. John Lazaration is our excellent editor. Have a great day. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.